Alex Villa is the CEO of Tonova Hospital in Clarksville. He joins Charlie and Katie on this episode to talk about making Clarksville home for he and his family and Tonova's response during the COVID-19 pandemic. He also talks about a new partnership with Vanderbilt and the benefits of that partnership for citizens of Clarksville and some new things coming soon to the hospital. All in this episode of Clarksville's Conversation. Hey, Charlie, I think we have probably one of the busiest men in Clarksville visiting with us today, don't you think? I believe we do. Welcome, Alex, to the podcast. How are you doing, Alex? I'm doing well. Pleasure to be here. Thank you for having us. Having me, rather. I'm sorry. Because there's nothing going on at Tonova these days, is there? <laughs> it is, uh, it's a busy place right now, but uh, the staff are managing it as best they can, so, so thank you. Now, how long have you been at Tonova as a, is your, it's CEO, that's your role, right? That's correct. Okay. Uh, been five years at Tonova. Oh, that's and, a good amount uh, of time. With CHS, uh, which is a parent company, mm-hmm. uh, I, it's, I would say rounding up, it's about 14 years. This is my third hospital. Oh, wow. With uh, community health systems. So you like Clarksville because you've been here five years. Actually, I, I do. Uh, you know, it, there's a lot about Clarksville that we love. I think there's a lot in Clarksville that people don't realize what a jewel it is. I agree. Uh, I'm a strong advocate for programs, school district. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, you know, when, when Mr. House was here, I always told him that, uh, you know, he's got a tough gig, too, and he doesn't get credit that he yeah. deserves. And, and now I know that the school system's still in a good place with, uh, with what's going on with the leadership. But yeah, my kids are thriving. I know a lot of children in the area are thriving. And uh, when anytime we talk to physicians in particular, but all staff, when we're trying to do recruitment, uh, I try to go through the community, community route, uh, what's available here in the area. And of course, we talk about children mm-hmm. and I tell them where my kids go to school and, and, you know, how proud of, you know, the programs. And, you know, I, I've been at areas that I've served as a CEO where schools don't have band, they don't have beta, they don't right. have different school programs. And, and here you have it all. Uh, and it's, it's, it's amazing. And it's a, it's a, it's, once you get them talking about the school system, and the community, it's a lot easier um, not that it's easy to recruit physicians or and staff, but it's a lot easier when they see what Clarksville has to offer and it open they open their eyes uh, to, to what's available. So I, I love it here. I'm, I'm you know, to be honest, I, I've probably no, I have. I've lasted longer than any other CEO. I was thinking that when you three. said five years, <laughs> I was so, thinking that uh, it's something I'm proud of. And uh, and frankly, our current leadership team has, has, has the longest tenure it's been here. And they mm-hmm. all my rules, we all live in the community because, um, you know, if we want people to trust us, we have to trust the community mm-hmm. where we live. So that is one of my my golden rules. And and I stick by it. Yeah. And, and I see that. I've seen you on different boards and, and the way you're involved. And, and so you encourage your staff to go out and be involved in the community as well. Absolutely. It, uh, whether it's the, the museum, uh, different youth program. Now, I, of course, as a father, um, you know, I, I want to be connected to the youth program. So one of the boards I serve on is uh, the, the Clarksville Soccer Club, which many strong leaders mm-hmm. serve on that soccer mm-hmm. pro- program. Uh, I'm proud that we, you know, we raise money uh, to give scholarships to kids that would not be able to participate in travel soccer mm-hmm. if they didn't, if, if we didn't do that. And um, it, it, for me, it gives me an opportunity because guess who I run into when I'm out there in shorts and a hat and, you know, coaching, I run into our own family, mm-hmm. and, you know, Tanova kids. And, and, and it makes me, I hate to say it, it, it 
makes me a human and a father. And I say, well, I didn't recognize you in shorts and a hat. Mm-hmm. I said, well, that's what I wear almost 90% of the time. You know, yeah, the, I don't wear a suit everywhere I go. Yeah, I kind of feel the same way. Um, I have kids in the school system too. And uh, you take care of my kids, you're going to win me over. So I imagine that that does help with recruiting. It mm-hmm. absolutely does. Yeah. yeah. I couldn't say any better myself. So yeah. thank you. And a job like his, you've got it. You're on the clock. 24 hours a day, no no matter what you're doing, whether you're at work in the office doing something or in the community, I know everybody's asking you questions all the time. And the way the last year and a half or so has been, you've got to be inundated with questions daily. My phone doesn't stop. Uh, I guess the best example was uh, if you... A very unfortunate, uh, you know, occurrence when we had the bomb in Nashville that took out the, you know... uh, Telecommunications. Yeah. Oh, I remember that. It, we had issues here too. <laughs> it, uh, it, you know, I get that horrific call that says we've lost all communication, and and I, my my parents are elderly, so we we sent them to Florida to celebrate Christmas. And I always think with my with my dad, it may be the last one. I know a lot of us have gone through that. Where you're thinking, mm-hmm. and, and there I am sitting in Florida having you know their Christmas break. And as always, I don't think I've had a vacation since I've been doing this gig that hasn't been interrupted. But mm-hmm. this one was yeah. one of the worst. Yeah. Right. And I said, everybody go have fun. And I locked up in an office and it became war room. And we're sending we're sending staff to physician offices who are on call. We're saying we need you to stay at the hospital where it, it was it was quite the mess, but I'm proud of how they managed it. But to mm-hmm. your point, yes, the phone doesn't stop ringing yeah. and, and, and I'm always on the clock, but that's what I signed up for and, and, and I love doing it. You know, I can tell you're passionate about your children, which, uh, you know, I get that I love mine. Uh, that, that's my passion too. People say, what is your hobby? I'm like, oh, that is my hobby. So you mentioned soccer. Is that kind of what you do to decompress from all this? That's a good, yes, actually. It, uh, it, it, to me, it's, it's an opportunity to do something I love and mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a U.S. soccer licensed soccer coach. I, oh, wow licenses so I uh-huh. do coach travel soccer and um, being around kids and the stories I can tell you the things that they say on the bench <laughs> um, and so yes yeah, so I get to laugh I also get an opportunity to hang out with kids and mm-hmm. uh, I decompress and uh, and hopefully I'm passing along more than just mm-hmm. you know, I always talk about this is you're not going to be a professional soccer player it's probably 0.001% I'm mm-hmm. hopefully teaching you you know discipline hard work and life and, skills, and, life skills. And, mm-hmm. and hopefully I pass it along mm-hmm. and the best, the best, sometimes when you get to see someone years down the road and you don't even recognize them because now that person's an adult and they say, hey, Coach Alex, you remember me? And you got to think about it for a while and you got to look at a kid's face. And you're like, yeah. mm-hmm. absolutely, I do. Well, I'm glad you've been here five years and I hope you're here a lot longer. But I imagine with young kids and being so involved in the community, that's a good reason why to keep them here. Abs- yes, we, mm-hmm. my wife and I, have. Uh, we're starting to look at videos of of parents dropping kids off at college and and I know it's years away but uh, it's hard not to get choked up yeah Mm -hmm. we're we're trying to enjoy every every day uh at least until my first starts going away to college and then and then my fourth so it it happens fast mine's in college and I'm like mine's 15 and 12 it'll be here before we know it yes the the videos are heart-wrenching where uh where you can see the parents just waiting waiting to that last minute to be able to see their child before they go Mm -hmm. into the dorm or uh, I'd recently saw a video where a dad was was playing playing catch with his son right before he went into the dorm as the last kind of like the last two raw of playing catch yeah. with your kid and yeah uh, I'm not looking forward to that but no. I know it's part of life it's the process mm-hmm. yeah, it's tough it's tough so let, let's kind of zoom in on what your job is and one question that I have before you drilled 
too deep into that is how do you work with other agencies in, in the community, like the health department and Montgomery County and the mm-hmm. city? How does all that come together to help you do what you're supposed to do? The most important thing I believe in my role is is get connected with community leaders. So I, again, you know, being able to to call, you know, Mayor Durrett, Mayor Pitts. Yeah. It doesn't matter day or night. Talk about someone, you know, individuals who are never off the clock, you know. So we share a bond there. Um, matter of fact, I had an opportunity or needed to talk to Mayor Pitts over the weekend. Uh, very responsive and. You know, Joey Smith from the health department, yeah. you know, we're trying to work something out right now in terms of how to how to get a boost on vaccination rates and anything that that we can do together uh, uh, to get higher vaccination rates. Uh, you know, I think we there's a bond there. So yeah. My role is to how can we connect with community leaders? How can we support each other? Uh, and what's best for the for the greater part of Clarksville and and surrounding areas? We're, we're all in. I think it's important that we do that. So we cannot, you, be, we cannot work isolated is what I'm yeah. trying to say. Yeah. So you so you mentioned Joy Smith um, and the vaccination rates. Mm-hmm. So you're trying to increase that. Yeah. So to me, I, you know, I think people should should make their own decision. Absolutely. Um, but there's not not necessarily from our community, but nationally, there's such a mixed message to me that comes out it says you know get vaccinated you don't have to wear a mask and then a month later get vaccinated but then if you're inside you got to wear a mask so the messaging seems nationally is kind of kind of off sometimes how do you how do you straighten that out you know i i agree with you it is tough i mean i agree with you we can't you know god love america and we have freedom of choice and we have to respect that uh including with our staff uh it was difficult, even as as an employer, you know, over a thousand employees, and the message would change from those that we rely on giving us a message mm-hmm. from two weeks, and you're rounding in the hospital, or you're talking to community leaders, and you know, and I say, guys, I'm really sorry, but two weeks ago we announced this. Two weeks later, it's this. All I ask is two some, weeks from now it'll patience. be this. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just yeah. give us patience because we're trying to our very best, and you know, being pro pro community, pro hospital industry, mm-hmm. everyone's just trying their best in terms of how how to manage the message. And and to your point, two weeks from now, who knows what the message is going to be? Mm-hmm. So I think honesty and transparency is yeah. how you manage the message. I, no, I agree. With I you. agree with that too. Yeah. I think you got to admit that we don't all, we don't have all the answers. No, it's it's you know the the in terms of medical uh, you know healthcare it, it's a it's a science. Mm-hmm. And, you know we learn. I mean that's how we have what we have now. You know centuries of you know practicing something and and through failure you know we, we learn and learn as you and I were talking earlier. Yeah. We've learned just in terms of managing COVID the things that we did in the very beginning that we thought was going to be a best practice changed. Yeah. And that's part of, you know, evolving as healthcare professionals. And, and that's the beauty. And who knows a year from now what we're going to be doing. But mm-hmm. there's some smart individuals, you know, in healthcare for a reason. And uh, we'll continue to learn. And yeah. whether we be messaging or how we take care of patients or you know, how we take care of each other, how we promote, you know, certain things that are preventive. You know, it's what we do 12 months from now will look a little different than yeah and you know i know people people are nervous people are scared and even though there's a lot of information out there sometimes they don't know where to where to really turn 
like for a test, for example, I went to uh, like a, what do you call it, a dock in the box type yes. place. <laughs> a dock I, in you the know, box. and uh, you know, what's a dock in the box? You know, just like the drive-through uh, uh, testing. Uh, no. Um, what do you what do you call those? It's telehealth. Oh, it's, like instead of okay. doing it in your computer, you probably went somewhere. Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah, like their family care. I've never or heard that. That's like, why I needed you to define what that meant. I don't know where I, I like that. it. You should coin it. Yeah, well, I've heard it somewhere. So. <laughs> it was clever. But, but you know, people don't really know where to go, even though there's a lot of messaging out there. So you can go to to your doctor. You can go to a lot of the I urgent care pharmacies. Uh, just about everybody's doing it. But then I'm sure people show up at the hospital just if they are nervous or feel like yes. well I might have something wrong with me They'll I was around somebody I was exposed correct well you know if they walk in through our doors we're going to take care of them and we'll answer yeah. the questions that we can try to keep them calm but to your point there's a lot of options to go to yeah uh, but if they walk into our hospital we're going to do our very best to take care of them yeah so yeah. you mentioned um, that you guys had to make changes last year for COVID. Uh, everybody did. I think most businesses did. And, you know, frankly, like some of those changes stuck, you know, yes. like you're like, hey, that was actually a good thing to learn. Yes. What are some of the best practices that you feel like came out of this that you guys will be like, OK, that is that is a good thing for us moving forward. Is, is there something that you learned during the t I guess I would say during the time it's the push for the mask and uh, PPE conservation. Mm -hmm. uh, oh, yeah. That was super important, right? And mm -hmm. there's things where you, I won't say you take for granted, but you know there's, it's an important resource. And then it really heightened the awareness of, you know, what happened if we don't have I hadn't thought about that. What happens if we don't have gloves? Uh, and you just, you know, it's kind of like recycling. You know, if you think about it, there was a time where recycling what's that you mm -hmm. know and it's all about prevention so i think if it was the best practices you you take a look at a you you look at vital resources and you don't take them for granted mm -hmm. so right now with covid kind of climbing back up are you guys seeing an influx of hospitalization again or are you okay you got plenty of beds we have plenty of beds uh you know thank goodness we're not at capacity uh you know as a matter of fact the emergency department we're able to as pa pa patients come in you know they're going to hold in the er a little bit right as we organize things like we do every day mm -hmm. but uh, fortunately the staff done a great job and and they eventually get upstairs but uh we are seeing to, to answer your question we have seen an uptick over the last couple of weeks uh, not at the peak where we were uh, in the last phase. Thank goodness for that. That's correct. We are seeing where people are coming through the emergency department and we are seeing more discharges out of the emergency department than patients being admitted, which is a great sign. The majority of those are the ones that are vaccinated. Mm -hmm. And we are seeing that those that are vaccinated have less severe of a case. But then again, sometimes it, it, as we all know, it impacts the disease differently for each individual. So yeah. it's been, it's, it's a very unpredictable disease. Uh, you know, I know like my mother had COPD and she was fine, but then you see someone who's perfectly healthy and they're not. So that's the question mark, right? Mm -hmm. How does that happen? Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, extremely smart people are trying to figure it out. We, yeah. we're blessed right now with, uh, our new relationship with Vanderbilt that we have an infectious disease doctor mm -hmm. from yeah. Vanderbilt and he's managing all of our programs. And, you know, he, he teaches us a lot. And one of the things are, it is an unpredictable disease. Mm -hmm. So what are some of the new things? Because I know after five years, you've been there to see lots of changes. What are the, some of the new things you guys have coming up at Tonova that you'd want, you're excited to share with people? I think just recently, well, first of all, you know, we've invested a lot of money into our hospital. Mm -hmm. uh, we've done some expansion projects. 
Uh, we, we're doing our very best. We've added a, a, a behavioral health area, not that we're a behavioral health hospital, but people forget mental health during the COVID and what it's done to kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've seen the impact on COVID and we've seen ba- basically our behavioral health population in the pediatric uh, uh, double. Well, I'm glad y'all did that, but I hate that. Yes, it, it's very sad. I mean, obviously mm-hmm. you won't violate any any privacy, but the stories we do and what we have to cope with, and not just mm-hmm. not just the patient, but also the family and, and the staff that are dealing with it. But long story short, the you know we've invested money, we've grown recently, we've invested millions of dollars in our surgical programs. Um, if you ever get a chance. To, to YouTube what robotic surgery does and how it looks, I, I strongly advise you to do it. It's, I've had the, the pleasure of scrubbing into a, uh-huh. a case and watching uh, it's amazing. Dr. Price do it. He's our chief medical advisor. Mm-hmm. I mean, you talk about skill set and, and the staff, and it, it almost seems kind of fake, but you see this thing moving, and it's all by a, a fingers manipulating the wow. machine. It's very impressive, and it's state-of-the-art, and it's here in Clarksville. The healthcare industry is amazing. Even in probably the five years that you've been there, the things that have changed and the innovation and the technology, imagine what's, it's going to be five years from now. It's, you said it best. I've been doing this for 25 plus years. Yeah. And, you know, I've gone from uh, paper charts to, you know, everything on a rack. Uh, I actually said it yesterday to certain individuals that were at, at the hospital. We're really good at reading physicians, some physicians, you know, handwriting, mm-hmm. uh, to now where we're at now where everything is just basically touch you know a keypad and we're we're scanning medication and we're doing things that are just safer so Mm -hmm. i I give the industry credit for really pushing safety you know you talk about about your doctor that does the robotic surgeries you have to go out and sell clarksville and your hospital to them to to recruit them correct so how often are you looking for people? What's your growth like in your recruitment process? We're constantly looking for recruitment. There, there is a, a hospital, I mean, there's a physician shortage uh, where if you, if from the medical societies, they're saying that the next five to 10 years, it's going to be a critical shortage. So mm-hmm. I, I'll give you an example of uh, either gastroenterology or neurology. There's one physician for every 45 or 50 positions posted across the country. So that's wow. one of the reasons why we thought it was a great idea to affiliate with a partner like Vanderbilt because they have a program. Mm-hmm. And part of it, it's not that you know, there's just not enough uh, professors in the medical field and positions to mm-hmm. accept folks that want to be and specialize in certain areas. Mm-hmm. So, um, we've been successful uh, we've, over the last 10 years or so. We've, and I give credit to uh, folks before, we've recruited a, a, close to 30 physicians. Best part of that is we retained uh, two-thirds of those physicians mm-hmm. that is practicing good. here. In the last 15 years, we recruited uh, 15 physicians, and they're all practicing in different specialties, mm-hmm. from OB to family yeah. medicine, et cetera, et cetera. Well, I could see uh, that, you know, in a lot of industries, and, and health is one of the big ones, but, you know, the baby boomers are all kind of slide yeah. now and then trying to fill those gaps. Every industry has is, is got that gap. Correct. So trying to figure that out and then to become a, a doctor at whatever level you want to be, it's not like a two-year associate's no. degree or a, or a bachelor's degree. You've got, you've got I don't know, what you have eight, ten years yes. or more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then if you start getting into your uh, you know fellowship program, yeah. 12 years, it's, 
it's it's a commitment that needs to be you know i respect them and it, it's it's, yeah. a, it's an amazing commitment to just be able to then turn around and and take care of others wow so Man. in closing like it, what do you feel like you know for the next generation coming up what is the biggest need in healthcare moving forward it's a conversation we have often for the same reason you brought up in mm-hmm. terms of we have this group of amazing you know, people talk about them being one of the, you know, the greatest generation yeah. and what they did for this country. Mm-hmm. They also, now they're taking away this amazing amount of experience in all industries. Uh, and often people forget, I mentioned the physician shortage, people about the nursing shortage, but there's, if we want to get folks into the science, uh, health science um, career, because we're, we're short, you know, lab Technicians were short lab, you know, personnel, lab professionals, respiratory therapists, imaging, and and across the country. Mm. So, the more we sell, the more we're able to sell Clarksville in general as an mm-hmm. attractive place to live. I think we have a one up on other communities and cities in terms of from a recruitment standpoint. Which I think what uh, well, I believe what Austin P is doing with the expansion of the health program, and, and in a way we're connected to that through the foundation. Uh, it, it, it's going to be a game changer mm-hmm. here for this because if they come here, they realize how great it is, the chances they're going to stay here. Yeah. And that's what we need. Well, and it, that is like what, that goes back to like what you said every while ago, where it just all kind of comes together. When you're a young person coming here, you're going to have something to do. That impact's mm-hmm. going to help keep that's them here. Correct. It's all quality of life. Yeah. So. Correct. Well, thank you for joining us today. I know how busy you are, and there's a, definitely a lot going on over at Tanova. <laughs> Well, it's my pleasure being here again. Thank you. Thank you for having me. We hope you'll come back sometime. If you've got something new and big to share with us, we'd love to help spread it in the community. I'd love to do that. Thank you. Thank you. Subscribe to Clarksville's Conversation wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss out on a single conversation.